I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to their, their tropes, tropes battle, battle for, for dominance. dominance. So, um, bad news, we didn't get to record together. <laughs> we did not. Um, I, I worked um, for like, well, I took off the day that Liz came in because I was like, I want to go out to dinner with Liz and hang out. So yeah. we like did that. But I was also like so fucking tired that day for so like and Liz had also just worked all day. So we, you know, went back to the apartment and slept. And then I had work the following day for eight hours. Yeah. And I got home from that shift and I was like, Liz, I can't do it. <laughs> we, yeah. And we had the convention like in the morning and we were just like, we're, we're not going to do it. So then yeah. we, we went to the con, but um, we did take a video of Liz opening the gifts. The yes, gifts I was actually using her. it today. <gasps> oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. I don't know if you posted it or not yet. Um, oh, no, I was just using it casually. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the gift. Oh, yeah, okay. I brought it to Duncan and I, my, uh, Linda, who's my Duncan lady, was like, oh, this is so cute. I was like, yeah, oh, Gab's got it. My friend Gab's got it for me. Bless you. Yes. Um, yeah, but we're not going to say what it is. You have to check out our social media. We'll post it when um, this goes up, so you can, yeah. you can see it then. Um, you can check it out. Uh, but it's really cute, and um, I I think you guys will understand why it's perfect for Liz. Yeah, I just got a notification. So I have a Kindle, and so uh-huh. they're, it's owned by Amazon, so you get, like, all of your Amazon notifications. So I have a package delivering, so I was just checking and in my in the order in the order history being delivered to my younger brother is um a flag that says stay um stay home if you sick come over if you thick <laughs> which brother <laughs> to hang in is his that apartment. Matthew? yeah <laughs> that checks out <laughs> to hang in his apartment oh I'm, that checks out i love I'm that kid so fucking funny that is very funny i want to i um during one of my classes today i was just like during the break was looking at stickers on Redbubble because I miss having stickers on my car. I haven't mm-hmm. had them since high school. And I'm like, you know, I want more stickers. So I was looking at these Genshin Impact meme ones. So I was like, oh my God, these are all so funny. Haha, <laughs> like add to cart, add to cart. And I'm like, I have like, you know, 10 stickers. I'm like, all right, it'll probably be like $20, $30. I'm like, $70. Oh, hold up. Yeah. I am not getting any stickers. Redbubble Red stickers are so expensive for no reason. They really are. And especially because give... Redbubble takes most of the cut. Yeah, I was going to say, and they don't even give like much of their money to the artist. Like if a lot of that money went back to the artist, I wouldn't be that mad. Exactly. But like the artist gets like like barely even a dollar per like sticker. Right. It's something ridiculous like that. So Right. So I ended up yeah. settling for like some and like took half my order out cuz I'm like I can't afford that many <laughs> stickers as much as I want them. But I got a few cuz I'm like oh these are really pretty and I want them on my car. Um and like they're all none of them are like fan art, so I don't feel that bad because <sighs> they're all like official art. You know, yeah. or just like quotes. So it's like I don't really like. It's not like the artists put time and money and like effort into this. Like they literally just took the image and made it a PNG. So I don't feel that bad. Um. That being said, uh, I I don't know. I don't feel like re- I really have a lot to say because you and I um, saw each other two days ago. It's my birthday week. So Woo! After uh, the day when this is coming out, I will will be twenty three. Wait, that's Saturday already? I'm I'm turning 23 on oh Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Wait, you said the day after this comes out, so I was like, sorry, the day before. Okay, I'm tired. Okay, so in two days. Holy shit, Liz. Yeah, I'm gonna be 23. What the fuck is my life? <laughs> I'm so. You know what's crazy though? What? When you turned 21, we were so upset because we're like, oh no, we can't go to Colossal. 
Yeah, and we haven't it's been able been to go two back years. since. That's so crazy. Guys, that is actually so yeah. upsetting. That two years ago, when I turned 21, I turned 21 the day after Colossal ended. Like, literally, right. like, the con ended on Sunday. That Monday, I turned 21. Um, and then chat. obviously last year we didn't go because like it wasn't happening and, and this year yeah. we're still just not entirely uh, comfortable going ourselves right i mean it's a water park you're gonna get yeah. sick because water carries you you got sick at every single I, fucking colossal so you really do and like i i literally like get really sick like Liz has seen me at every colossal i get yeah it's not super sick so with covid we're like we're gonna hold off Why risk it? next right. year <laughs> fucking next year finally finally maybe finally. we'll see because like there's uh, oh, there's just so much we'll, we'll see, see hopefully but um i mm. you know i'm all set for awa and we went to ctcon so if you live in or near connecticut and you saw um the troy and gabriella, and gabriella cos- musical that was cosplayers. Us. that was us um one of the guys that uh, my friend is talking to was literally at the con and like um like I didn't realize he was there until after we left, and my friend was like, "Yeah, the guy I'm talking to is there right now." And I and he asked what you guys were cosplaying, and I showed him a picture. And he's like, "Wait, I saw them." And I'm like, "Stop!" Yes. <laughs> Look at uh, uh, shout out to the... that normie lady who took a photo of us. Oh like... my god, the normie lady who was just working at the convention center. Yeah. She was like, "Are she you?" She was so excited. <laughs> Are you High School Musical? And we were like, "Yes." Also, there was that really tall vampire lady cosplayer, um, like the like nine foot tall Resident Evil vampire lady. The lady, duh, I don't know. Starts with D. Name. Lady Dimadone. Um, Dimadone. <laughs> but she, 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 the cosplayer she was, was like, was like, oh, where's your volleyball? And I'm like, it's basketball. Get your head in the game. <laughs> and then the child cosplayer, Troy Bolton. Yes. Oh my God. There was a child kitchen impact with the La Senora, and they were both so sexy. But I was like, and I heard, and I heard from a friend that they were both like adults. So I was like, oh, I can like tell them how sexy they are. And um, I went up and I was like, I just want to say you guys are beautiful. And they're like, and the guy goes. Troy Bolton! <laughs> Everything! It was so fucking funny. The wig is still on my desk in the other room right now because I'm just like, I haven't, like, I threw everything because the bag I used at the con is the bag I take to school with me. So I, like, threw everything out of there to, like, run this class yesterday. Um, God, that's fucking great. Yeah, uh, so, it's, but it was fun. Um, I got, like, it was nice going, like, through Artist Alley and Dealer's Room and stuff again. And We got to see our friend Melly. Yes, and the Kiwi on Melly. Instagram. We love them and, so um, much. Yeah, it was really nice catching up with her. And um, my, my son, my baby boy Carter, who I haven't seen since like momocon a couple of years ago or even maybe it was katsu but um he recently moved to the new england as well so he was at the con and i got to see him again um which was really nice he's only a year younger than me but i've always thought of him as like five years younger than me even mm-hmm. though <laughs> so he'll be like yeah i'm i'm 21 and i'm like no you're not no never <laughs> like you are 15 <laughs> Yeah, my actual younger brother is turning 21 this no, year. I'm he like, is no, he's not. not happening. No, he's not. He's yes, 17. Yes, he is. He's turning 21 I, I remember this, this year, tweet guys. that was like, nobody ages faster than your friend's siblings. And that is so fucking true. My like, younger brother is going to be 21. Like, Okay, but like my best friend, who I've known since we were in elementary school together, when her brother was a literal baby, he started high school this year. And I'm like, he is still six. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's not a high schooler. <laughs> fucking never i was like nathan go back to elementary school you you don't belong you don't belong um but yeah so i guess we should probably just like get Mm -hmm. into it i don't know if everybody wants to hear all the shit we got up to because 
we didn't really get up to that much shit. Um, I was at work and Liz. I drove around with Nick for like yeah. five hours. <laughs> uh, we went to Spirit without me. I got the IKEA shark. That's what I went for. I know. My, I, love that, I named though. him Jeff. He's married to my big squishmallow shark, Bruce. And the two of them are raising Bruce Jr. together, which is my mini squishmallow shark. When are you getting uh, Jeff Jr. though? Um, do they even make mini IKEA you sharks? You should find out. Um, because I will get a Jeff Jr. <laughs> so that he can, that so that Bruce Jr. can have a sibling. I'd love that. Yes, if you don't um, remember, Liz it really loves Jaws and sharks yes. in general. Yeah. So, um, that's yeah, where it comes from. There, br- the Bruce comes from the shark animatronic in Jaws is named after Steven Spielberg's lawyer named Bruce, <laughs> and then Jeff is named after Jeff the Land Shark from Marvel Comics because fucking jeff the land shark is amazing um also when we went to spirit halloween we were in the nerd section and mm-hmm. there were nerd glasses and it was just my glasses <laughs> i was like you said that just, I, I was like that's so curious it was my fucking normal ass glasses i was like ah fuck i was gonna say something and i like forgot what i was saying oh maybe we should you know actually like get into the episode <laughs> I know. Um, it's fucking wild. Crazy idea. Crazy you know? idea. Maybe we should do, like, the thing that everybody is actually here for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say, I have a kind of short one this week. Um, just Mine's like, long, so Oh, perfect, because I, I did this uh, 15 minutes ago, because um, I got I've home from class and only... did it. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I do want to preface this by saying... We've done social media AU, and we've done YouTuber AU, but we never did specifically Twitter AU. Let's go! Which is, so it's very self-explanatory, and um, it's literally just Twitter exists in the series world, and as in, like, the characters use Twitter, or, which, like, you know, doesn't explicitly exist in most shows, or Mm -hmm. um, the interactions take place on Twitter, like, thinking, like, the example Liz did in our social media AU, uh, the Perry X Goofenschmerz Twitter AU. Um, K-pop Twitter AU. K-pop Twitter AU. Sorry, I gotta specify that. Where they were both, like, into BTS and... Um, it wasn't just BTS. There was some oh, also Red Velvet and Red Luda. Velvet stands yeah. there, too. Yeah, but if we you got guys, our respect. If you haven't read the Perry X Doofenshmirtz Twitter AU... You can't fucking find it all on the internet, and I'm really depressed about it. I We had some excerpts from it in our... Um, that like Liz managed to find, but I encourage you guys to also try and find it because if you can find it, please email it to us at tropedominance at gmail dot com. <laughs> um, I really miss that AU, and it's the one thing that has brought me joy in this sad dull world. Thank exactly. You. No, it's it's genuinely like the worst part. I so think funny. is that it's actually like good. Like if this was a fic, I would read it. <laughs> that's oh no, that's it's like... so fucking funny. I it's just have so funny. I have such a vivid memory of us sitting in Jackie's apartment sophomore year. Yes. Gathered around the kitchen table reading it together. Oh, absolutely. Losing my fucking mind. Absolutely. And I want to shout out um, our friend Jaden at Originally Jaden, who originally showed me that, um, like, our freshman year. um, And thank them for bringing that into our lives. It's one of the funniest things ever. It really is. I really can. Um, But yeah, so that's, that's it. I went with a fic that uh, Twitter existed well, I first I'll, I'll I'll talk about the fic that I went with in a minute. I almost went with another fic, but it didn't really talk about Twitter enough for me to justify using it. Mm-hmm. But it's a fic that I read like five or so years ago that I totally forgot about until I was like looking through my bookmarks on Ao3 trying to see like oh what you know what uh, trope should I do this week, and I was like oh 
my gosh, this is actually such a like a really good fic. Um, wait, let me. I just had it pulled up, and let me find here. Here it is. It's um, shout I'm, it out so people. I'm gonna can shout read it out it. so everyone else can read it. It's called "The Most Inconvenient Way to Find One's Soulmate" by two authors. It's by Christy C H R Y S T I E and Kate eight eight two on archive of our own. It's rated teen and up. It's an Iwa X Oikawa fic. Um, but basically, Oikawa's an actor, Iwa's a cop, and, like, Iwa actually doesn't like Oikawa's work, um, or him as a person. He thinks he's, like, kind of annoying, and, um, this is, and yeah, this fic is written in, uh, uh, actually, it looks like, um, one year and 11 months ago, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's really cute, and it's, um, Oikawa gets cheated on again, he's sick of the media, like, you know, like, making up rumors about his love story, so he's like, I'm never gonna date again unless it's my soulmate. Because Kuro, his best friend in the fic, is like, you shouldn't date unless it's your soulmate. He's like, Can yeah, great idea. Can you for one second, Gabs? Yes. Okay, sorry. Um, sorry. They... We... <laughs> Lauren, my, my my friend, came in and some juicy tea. Yeah, um, um, bas- Lauren needs to start a lawsuit, basically. <laughs> against her currently now old job. Yes, hopefully old by the time this comes out. Oh, no, she's already quit. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, so it's yeah. already old. Um, my my unsolicited legal advice based on my le- uh, lawyer parents who do employment law is get a lawyer. <laughs> yup. Um, so, sorry. Um, I, I think I was just saying how much um, I really loved this fic um and when i reread it oh when i was gonna say um i think i was gonna say like what is like twitter about it but uh so like um oikawa is like yeah i'm not gonna date until i get um until i find my soulmate whatever so he's like you know what fuck it like i'm gonna post a picture and in this um and this is a soulmate AU. you if you get picked that up by the way and in this version of soulmate AU, they have like soulmate marks so those are um, one of the ways we talked about in the soulmate episode where, mm-hmm. like, for them, he just has, like, a picture on his thigh or something or, like, an image on his thigh. Like, I guess mm-hmm. it's I guess it's similar to, like, a mole or something, but it's, yeah. like, large and it has the a specific shape. The coming together. They are. They are, Liz. Um, it's also, like, an actor AU. I don't know if we covered that before, but I feel like we have. Oh, we no, we haven't, but we have. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. Trust me. I love those. Um, but it's, so yeah, he posts a picture on Twitter and he's like, haha, like, hit me up if you're my soulmate. And then, and then they have to damage control because he's a famous actor and everyone's being like, I'm your soulmate. Sharpie's the <laughs> soul mark on them. Yeah. And so, but it's, it's really cute. I just finished reading it. It's only, it's a one shot. Uh, it's like 10,000 words or something, but it's, um, I just want to shout out it out because I hadn't read it since like I bookmarked it five years ago mm-hmm. and I just found it again and I'm like wait this is this is really good I, I really really like this um so yeah shout out to them <laughs> but um I'll get into the fic that I actually chose um I hate I wa- the name of it first of all I want to I want to preface this with I read this also like five years ago or so so I would have been how old was I five years ago? Like seventeen? I want like just turned seventeen, something like that. So mm-hmm. I will preface this with: I was a minor at the time, and I don't remember the canon ages of the Yuri on Ice characters. Mm-hmm. And um, just in case Yuri and Odebeck are canonically minors, which I really don't remember, but I'm pretty sure they are, or at least Yuri is. Um, I'm just covering my bases here. There's not, I, as far as I remember, there's nothing like super explicit in this, like in terms of like them, the characters having sex. They just talk about it a lot. And um, uh, I, I apologize if I accidentally 
shows a fic where the character is not 18 because I really don't remember and I didn't have time to look it up. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And also, like, like, minors do have sex. Like, I I just don't want to think about it. So I'm not shaming any minors who may or may not be listening, even though they shouldn't be listening. I am not shaming you if you have sex. I just don't want to think about it. Um, did that cover all my bases, I think? Yeah. Okay, so the name of this fic is At Yuri Plisetsky is a Size Queen. Love it. <laughs> and it's it's by um, Plisetsky on Ice, but it's spelled P-L-L-S-E-T-S-K-Y on Ice. It's all one word. And then in parentheses, which I'm guessing is like, I think that's their like pen name and then their like archive of our own name uh, was in parentheses. And it's H-M-A-1313. It's rated mature, so like they talk about you know penises, but they, it's not like explicit. Like they don't they don't fuck in the fic. And this is um a more like quote unquote like traditional Twitter AU in terms of like we see like the tweets. Like Love I it. think when people think like Twitter fic, they think of like fics composed entirely of like the tweets, like people tweeting at each other. Um, and yeah. I've read a couple fics like that or fics that like incorporated into it but i personally i'm not like into fix that are like i can't follow them yeah they're really hard for me to follow the only ones that i ever like read are ones similar to this fic where it's like put in like the tweets are put in with the normal like fic writing like there's a i think a couple miraculous fics i follow that are like that um so yeah i think we're gonna go ahead and get into it and i'll read for yuri because it's his pov and you'll read for odebeck um hell yeah and um, uh, when we get to the tweets, I'm not going to be keep saying, like, Yuri Plisetsky, at Yuri Plisetsky, five hours ago. I'm just going to say, like, new tweet, you know, yeah. instead of just repeating that over and over. Um, and I didn't choose a very long excerpt because I honestly wasn't sure how long it would take us to get through. Um, and uh, also, when we get to the... Uh, like not Yuri and Odebeck voices slash tweets. You can read those, Liz. Right. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, and I, also, I do want to say I haven't watched Yuri on Ice probably since like I read this fic, so I really don't remember how to pronounce names. I'm sorry mm-hmm. if I get anything wrong. It's the sound of his phone vibrating loudly on the bedside table that wakes him up. He's in Mila. Mila, how did he say her name? Oh, I don't fucking Fuck. remember. Okay, we're gonna go with Mila. I haven't watched her. No, we're gonna go with Mila. Since I was in high school, literally, either. I know. He's in Mila's spare bedroom, a small-sized room with what feels like the most uncomfortable bed he's ever slept on. But it evidently didn't bother him at whatever time he collapsed onto last night. At least he made it into bed. He supposes that's an achievement, even if he's still wearing yesterday's clothes. And I want to preface because I also I cut out um, the beginning of the fic, but basically he just got like really drunk at Mila's house. Um, and they Fives were like, only. Yeah, they just were partying together. He grabs at his phone, squinting at the screen. It reads 6 a.m. and is somehow fully charged, even though he doesn't remember plugging it in last night. It's far too early. Yuri wants nothing more at this particular moment in time than to roll over and go back to sleep to avoid dealing with this hangover from hell, but it's Odebeck that's calling him, so he supposes that he'd better, that he'd better answer. Hello, he says, his voice sounding all croaky as he unplugs his phone and rolls back onto his back. There's light streaming in through a gap in the curtains, and Yuri would get up and close them properly, but they're too far away to deal with right now. Instead, he opts for the easier option, pulling his blankets over his head. That's such a that's such a hangover mood. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're like, ugh, I need to drink water, but the amount of effort that it would take to, like, 
get water is so much and you're just like fucking the dying. only time i've ever been hungover was a 2018 when i got ridiculously drunk at the rave did not drink enough water at the rave and then stayed up till 3 a.m eating chinese food with my friends and then um i had to wake up at like 10 a.m to get ready to go to the concert and i literally like so because I, I wanted to be first in line so i like <laughs> i had these like shitty like mall chinese food crab rangoons and those were the only things keeping me from like throwing up somehow like they're the only thing that keeping my stomach settled and i was just sitting there hungover as hell <laughs> well the convention you. is going on around me and my friends who i was going to the concert with come up and they're like are you okay and i'm like shh save the noise for the concert <laughs> Lucky you. The um, I still just have the memory of me being hungover. Like that, like I think it was like two or three CCEs ago. I wake up, vomit, and I'm like, let's. Oh yeah, I remember that. No, that was three CCEs ago. I just walk. I just walked out. That was that was when um that was the convention that Nick and I got together. But Liz literally woke up like Sunday of the con, puking. And I was the first one out of the room. I was the first one Yeah, because we, we had to be out of the room by 10 a.m. And I remember our friend Jenny was like, Liz, are you going to be okay in time? Are you, like, like... I vomited and I was the first one ready to leave. <laughs> yeah, like, I, like, none of us were ready before Liz. was actually really funny. Um, I was everything. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Yuri, what the fuck? Odebeck asked on the other end of the line. Even in the still half-drunk hungover state, Yuri can tell that this is not good and it's like the not good is capitalized. capitalized so you know it's serious yes what were you thinking what are you talking about yuri replies he wonders if it's about his and mila's snapchat mila fuck mila snapchat stories but from what he can remember there's nothing too outrageous on them just some really bad singing and questionable english to pop songs neither of them like your twitter your your thread that spends about ten tweets waxing poetry about the size of my Say it, Liz. <laughs> um Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's talking about it. The fans are going crazy. I had Victor ringing me up half an hour ago to ask if it was true. And if I had really if I really had deflowered Russians fairy like that. <laughs> and what the hell are you thinking, Yuri? Yuri fumbles with his phone, opening Twitter with his phone call with Odebeck still active in the background. He doesn't even need to go on his profile to see it. It's all over his timeline. Oh shit, he swears as he scrolls through the tweets. I don't even remember posting any of this. I was so drunk, Vega. So drunk. I'm sorry. And so here are the tweets of uh, Odebeck's dick. All right, buckle in. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Let me tell you a thing or two about the size of Odebeck Alton's dick. And then when I pause, just assume it's a new tweet. I hope you're ready because I sure as hell wasn't the first time I saw it. Though in fairness, he did warn me about it beforehand. But I'm going to be honest here and say I had to take a moment when we did something, and he misspelled something, sexual for the first time because, girl, I couldn't cope. (laughs) Cope, bitch. (laughs) Shall we talk about the time he fucked me for the first time? Yes, what a wonderful, because he misspelled it, idea. Ket's. Carry on talking about the size of my boyfriend's stick for the next ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, Gav, you just just say like the mis. Like, the I mis- am. I am saying it the way he misspelled it. It was funny, and uh, the entire tweet was in caps. After all of the prep, seriously, I've never seen so much lube. LMAO. He finally entered me. Is that even the right word? I don't know. I'm so drunk right now. I've never felt so full in my whole life. It was so good. Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> Although hands off, he's mine. I've never felt so full 
<laughs> this is just me on my finsta when I'm stop Liz, stop <laughs> okay same uh same um i did once ask if he needed a license for it he didn't take it well lmao anyway tldr at odebeck alton's dick is a godsend and i am forever grateful that i've got to experience such a masterpiece so many different times in so many different positions <laughs> and then um for the people who aren't yuri do you want to read their name yeah their at and stuff okay um christoph uh Gio- giacometti at c underscore giacometti holy mother of god is this true please tell me this is true <laughs> and then uh yuri angels at yuri angels 10 ah, we've been saying this for ages we can't believe this is happening and that was in all caps <laughs> yes and then odebeck starts off in the next Oh, sorry. Yeah, I figured from the numerous spelling mistakes in yours and Mila's Snapchat stories from last night. Odebeck says, sighing. But that doesn't make this okay, Yuri. I know. Yuri says miserably as he continues to scroll through the shitstorm that's taken over his Twitter. Do you want me to delete the tweets? I'm not sure what good that'll do at this stage. Odebeck says. They've already been screenshotted and reposted too. Tumblr and Instagram and Facebook... Oh, sorry. They've been reposted <laughs> to. Sorry. Yeah. They've been reposted to Tumblr and Instagram and Facebook so many times that deleting the original tweets doesn't mean that people will stop talking about it. True. Yuri agrees. He hasn't checked Tumblr yet, but he already feels like the Yuri Plasetsky tag will be trending there. Full of screenshots taken from Twitter and detailed posts discussing it all. Instagram will be full of people screaming in the comments, and Facebook will have people criticizing his decision to share all of this on the internet for everyone to see. No doubt someone has already put together a compilation video on YouTube of close-ups of Odebeck's crotch with Yuri's tweets edited onto it. I can't apologize enough for all of this. I'm so sorry. (laughs) That wasn't meant to be laughing. That was supposed to be like a serious, I'm sorry, but we were just laughing. (laughs) The the idea of the close-up of Odebeck's crotch, because when I was in high school... I the the two anime characters that I was the most thirsty for, like when Uranus was coming out, so this is like what senior year, junior year, was yeah. um Odebeck Alton Odebeck? and oh, Makoto, whatever his name last name was from Free. Makoto Tachibana. Yes, Makoto Tachibana. I was obsessed <laughs> I with his back so muscles. So fucking hard for him. Same. Like I was his number one fucking simp. Him and um Sosuke from the second season. Sosuke Aizen, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I. Like, oh my, I only shipped them because then I couldn't think about both of them naked. Um, oh, yeah. No, that was a big ship because the two of them were, were like, so, hot. so hot. But also, uh, I read so many sad ships of it. It was because. Oh, like, damn. I, were, read the, I only read the, the ones that were hot. Were because, well, no, but like they were sad, but like they turned into. Like, I don't even remember but how it was like, I read. It was because like both of them, it was supposed to be like Makoto was in love with. Um, oh. um, Haruka and right. Sosuke was in love with Rin, so they were the second choice. Oh god, no, I do remember fix like that. I forgot that was like a thing. It was so fucking sad. But the two of them were so hot okay. together. I mean, like, hot who gives take a shit? Um, from free underrated ship was Sosuke and Nitori, uh, the little silver dude with the beauty mark that everyone yeah. was obsessed with. That was an underrated ship. That shit was hot as fuck. Um, I think people only shipped it for the porn, though. I definitely did in high school. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah. and, but I literally, like, 
Oh, and the other character I was obsessed with was Ushiwaka from uh, Ushijima Wakatoshi from Haikyuu. Um, I mm-hmm. literally had this saying with my friends where I'd be like, um, so the joke in the Haikyuu fandom is that Ushiwaka it, like, like, is a farmer. And like, I, I don't remember yeah. if he became a farmer in like time skip or not, but like he always like was associated with farming even before yeah. that, the time skip was a thing. And so I used to say to my friends, I'd be like, I want Ushiwaka to plow my folds like he plows his fields. <laughs> I can still say that to my friends and they'll like cringe with the trauma of, and like the history behind that. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Sorry for talking about the anime men dicks. Uh, yeah. Liz, why don't you, um, oh, before anyone tries to like, if anyone tries to say anything about us being like adults, like I was 17 at that time. Oh no, we were children. Yeah, and also like the characters are still like that age or if the characters have aged, like, like, I'm sorry, like, having a crush on, like, an anime character doesn't make you, like, a quote-unquote pedo or whatever. Like, like plus we were younger than all these characters. Yeah, we, we were literally younger the than the characters at the time, and now we're older so, than the yeah. characters. So, like, just say. clearly they haven't changed. We have, but, like, I'm not thinking of the, I'm not, when I think of Odebeck Alton, I'm not thinking of, like, a 17-year-old boy. Uh, I'm thinking Odebeck of a is sexy... 18, by the way. Oh, perfect. So. I'm not thinking, even then, I'm not thinking of an 18-year-old boy. I'm just thinking of a sexy anime man who, with, like, an ambiguous young age, who is, like, like ripped as fuck and has a massive cock. Like, that's what I think of when I think of Odebeck. So. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Liz, why don't you continue with the tweets? Okay. Russian fairy, um, at Lesetsky. Um, and then they added Yuri. At Yuri is a size queen. <laughs> Jenna at XX Knife Shoes XX. I can't believe that this is confirmed. What the hell? Skate away at Quadlube. Um, it is. It. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it just me that really wants to know just how big Odebeck is now? <laughs> that man has a massive cock. I I can confirm. I've seen Odebeck's dick. <laughs> um, Russian fairy again at Pleset Plet Pleset Sky. Nah. I mean. It might be bordering on slight, slightly creepy territory, but still, someone fetched that guy a tape measure. <laughs> um, I know. Odebeck says. I'm not happy that this happened, but it has, so we'll deal with it. Oh no. Victor's just messaged in the group chat. And then, it, and I cut the fic there, but it basically devolved into Victor being like, I can't believe you fucked my baby! <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Um, I love that. Actually, I'm probably gonna read that fic. That's yeah, so funny. I can link it to you. It was, it was. Um, it's funny. It's a funny thing. I just, I really like it. Even though, like, it's kind of out of character. But like, you know, we don't know how he'd act while drunk. And I don't. Um, I'm sure these characters were aged up because I don't know drinking laws, but I don't think they're that lax. Um, but I just. Um, as I, I remember going to Italy in high school and right, being but this is Russia. So. Oh, I, actually, I guess Russia would be worse. <laughs> Whatever, oh whatever. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I haven't read or touched anything Yuri on Ice in years, so that oh, was yeah. uh, that was definitely a nice thing to like come yeah. back to. The only Yuri on Ice books I've read have been like for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, same. Um like I just cuz like it, when you look through like my old bookmarks, right? Cuz like nostalgia. Well, I was trying to say is like my bookmarks from the past like two to three years on archive of our own are like diverse and that there's like a bunch of different fandoms on there different um like some are porn some aren't like different tropes etc but if you look at my fanfics from when I first made that account and like what 2014 2015 through like until like 2017 so like basically when I was in high school maybe some in middle school it's either like 
all porn or all like quote unquote problematic ships that weren't necessarily considered problematic at the time, but I feel like someone would cancel me for saying that I have those fixed bookmarks. Oh, <laughs> I, I have. Almost, I know the exact yep, ships you're talking yep. about because like we were kids, we didn't know. Well, yeah, yeah, and also like Liz literally has access to my bookmarks. I think. I think like Liz. I think you're like one of like two people in the world who I literally sent a list of my bookmarks to. Like I Nick doesn't even have that. Um, <laughs> And that's only because we we do the show together. But um, the only other, I think the only other person is Ezra because they're just as depraved as I am. So shout out to Ezra, the one who made our podcast uh, cover art. But um, yeah, so like I have almost two thousand fixed bookmarks, so I really don't have the time or energy to go through and like delete the ones that I don't want people to see. And um, also like my like I'm not gonna say what my archive name is, but like it wouldn't be a huge guess to figure it out, you know. Mm-hmm. So. I'm, like, dreading the day that somebody finds it and is, like, why did you bookmark this fic in, like, 2016? And I'm, like, because it was popular and nobody and knew. Was, like I was, like, 13, please. Okay, like, I'll give an example because we've talked about it before. Fucking um, Attack on Titan, when I was into that, when I was, like, 15, Aaron and Levi was, like, the number one number ship. One ship. Now, if you say that, like people like will rip your head off. Understandably, but it's like, like I, I mean, kept understandably, because now, because now, like, it's very back problematic, at it, like, right? But at the same time, like shipping something doesn't mean you condone it in real life. But but also, we were like, 14, like I would not ship that now. And didn't fucking know, right? And I wouldn't ship it now. Now, like, yeah, if exactly. I was into that, and like I would never be in time to time. But like if I was, and like I saw that that those characters, I wouldn't ship it now. But at the time. That was the all the rage that on Tumblr. That was the so, number like, one fucking. It was ship. literally the number one ship. So <laughs> I just, I just think it's. Uh, that's all I'm going to say on that. But um, so that being said, I'm going to keep reading the Twitter AU, but specifically, like I said, only the ones that aren't just tweets. The ones that are just tweets are too hard for me to follow. Um, mm-hmm. I think Liz, you're on the same page. Yes. Okay. Cool. So sorry that we just spent 20 minutes talking about fictional character penises, but um, that's kind of what you're here for, anyways. Uh, Liz, uh-huh. why don't why don't you uh, get us started on what you got randomly assigned? So I got randomly assigned this trope called not fic. Okay. So it's like N O T exclamation mark fic, um, and this is like a fan fiction style that originated in the bandom. And for those of you who don't know what the bandom is, that's like the fandom surrounding bands, like you know, like I don't uh, even think bandoms Panic- really used like that term is used that much anymore which is crazy. it's not used anymore but it was super popular when we were in high school and on tumblr so mm-hmm. um like you know like my chemical romance uh panic at the disco fallout boy pierce the veil sleeping with sirens like all of those like emo alternative bands like that's what the bandom mm-hmm. is oh um what's it called what was really po- all time low is really popular in the bandom and has some really cursed fix, I will say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what the bandom was. I was really into the bandom. I was a scene kid at the time, so fucking right. of course I was. I wanted um, to be a scene kid, but like I didn't even like their music, so I don't know why. <laughs> I was obsessed. I'm still obsessed with the music. I, so I, I, can't I think even. the reason I wanted to be a scene kid is because I was attracted to scene queens, but uh, that's a story for another day. Yep. <laughs> um, but so not fics are usually fics that are written in um they're written kind of like an outline or a summary more than like an actual like fully written out fic. And a lot of um not fics will include like chat speak, lolcat speak, and memes. So you know like they'll add like LOL or like just like kind of that sprinkled into the fic and so it's not like proper grammar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so the first fic oh sorry, my thing. Uh, the first fic that was referenced as a not fic on the internet is um, actually a Stargate Alliance fic from December 2006. 
But this fic lacks the um, text and log house speech that's later that has later become associated with the style. So this one, this that fic was just much more of um, just an outline, you know, not a fully fleshed out thing, just an outline, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but not fics were really popularized by Spooksy Pants on Live Journal, okay, and that's where it got its association with the bandom because Spooksy Pants. Uh, with this style only wrote for Banzom, like the Banzom. Oh, I see. So it's it's literally just like a thought, like a brainstorm, basically. Like somebody's like, yes, like word some vomiting. Of them, some of them get really fucking long. Like even okay. though, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like word vomiting, like, you know, and like not even like, because like you can word vomit a fic and it can still be like, quote unquote, proper grammar. Like, no, they're just literally word vomiting. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they'll put in like parentheses where it's like, I'll come back. I actually have a couple examples. I've, well, I have one, like, just short example, and then I have, like, the actual fucking, like, fic, you mm-hmm. know, um, that we're going to be reading. But so, uh, this, li- I have a little excerpt called the one, uh, the one where Frank has an evil twin and is secretly a virgin who probably should have taken up knitting by mm-hmm. the Opteryx, it's spelled the O-P-T-E-R-Y-X. Um, this is just a section take- taken from fan lore. Okay. So it goes... So, okay, seriously, Frank is secretly a virgin because this is my story and this is my favorite trope ever. Except for werewolves who are secretly sick and hiding in and also secretly virgins because that is like Christmas in my brain. Except maybe if they were arranged to be married to someone as well. But that is for another story entirely. Perhaps for another time. And that's a little excerpt. Isn't that great? (laughs) Um, So just kind of stuff like that where it's like word vomiting, not really thinking, not really trying to have a cohesive story, kind of just writing for fun and writing as if you were writing. It reminds me of like a Tumblr post. Oh yeah, 100%. Like this this actually just feels like a Tumblr post that somebody posts. Or for me, like when I write like my, like when I wrote like my philosophy papers that were on like, fandom i would Mm -hmm. like put in like little like brackets be like just kind of a general idea and like i'll come back to it later yeah yeah kind of like that essay writing right um but so the the one the fic that i chose to read is called i refuse to dignify this with a title by rennie underscore days on ao3 you cannot currently find this fic on ao3 but they have a link to the entire archived fic um on fan lore through the Wayback machine so you can find it through fan lore it is a brandon yuri slash spencer smith fic um and it is rated teen plus i did not choose this because it was good because as we said i am not a real person fic like reader but because this is apparently a super popular fic within the like trope um i really don't remember if anyone really speaks so if we get to it i guess i this is from spencer's point of view so i guess you mm-hmm. can read for brandon yuri if he comes up but we'll see oh it's also rated team plus mm-hmm. um okay, okay so spencer's an accountant right mid-level not a peon not a partner he has his own office wait, it's wait, not a bad did, gig did you did i just like totally like daze myself over you saying like where spencer smith is from because i know brandon yuri but i don't they're both from Panic at the Disco. Wait. Well, Spencer Smith left Panic at the Disco. Okay, I was going to say, I know, like, everybody left Panic except for Yeah, the, they're the original two founding members oh, of Panic. Oh, okay. So Spencer Smith was, like, the actually talented one. Oh, and, like, okay. Don't they the hate music. each other now or something? Yes, they do. Like, all the Panic people hate Brendan or hate yeah. each other? Okay. Yeah. Um, and Spencer Smith was the one who wrote their good music, so that's it. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, old Panic, fucking amazing. 
But um, yes, uh, Spencer's whole life is kind of boring. His only RL friends to speak of is Ryan. That's some uh, that though sometimes he goes out for drinks with uh, after work with some of the people from work. But it's all these really shallow, meaningless acquaintanceships. Like they only really talk about weather or last night's TV shows or how much Mondays suck. Some people have kids. They talk about their kids a lot. Spencer no Spencer knows more about their kids than he than he does about some of his actual coworkers. Ryan works for a publishing company. He is delusional, delusioned in the extreme because he wanted to work with authors of great new literature, but instead he's he's stuck working his way up through the ranks, reading romance novel submissions to people that people mail in cold, total unknowns, writing trash novels. Mm-hmm. Ryan ex- is exacerbated with his life. Oh, yeah, no, Ryan is Ryan Ross is another one of the founding members of Panic. He's the one who oh, wrote okay. a lot of the really good music, and I believe he's I know that Ryan making was, music with another band. All I know is that Ryan had a lot of fics written about him because I had a friend who was really involved in Bandom and would write fics, and Ryan was always in them. Yeah, I'm really surprised it's not a Ryan ex Brandon Frick because okay. like that was usually the most I was gonna popular say, I think that sounds familiar but uh this one's with Spencer so you know mm-hmm. Ryan is actually how Spencer got into fandom way back in the day when they were kids he fanboyed Pete Wentz and Fall Out Boy so hard and he liked to write and the next thing you knew uh he was kind of dipping toes into fandom and dragging Spencer down with him mm-hmm. Ryan was a straight teenage boy though so like he didn't really get he didn't get very far into fandom really wrote a few wrote a fairly epic canon based uh gen piece read a handful of gen and some of the head head mm-hmm. porn <laughs> Spencer who at the time was mostly serving as oh, Ryan's force beta sorry one, what? one sec Nick I think Nick just got home so yeah um, pause Okay, sorry, we had to pause again because Nick just came home from work. (laughs) Yes, okay, I'll start again. Yes. Spencer, who at the time was mostly serving as Ryan's Force Beta, uh, Force Beta, actually got a little intrigued by fandom in general and ended up getting sucked in way deeper than Ryan ever did. I really hate that they used the word beta there. I know. Um, It stuck for him, even after Ryan pretty much fell out of fandom. He's actually gay. He's he's actually gay. (laughs) (laughs) So, so... The wording. He's actually, actually gay. gay. Um, so fandom had a lot more to offer him than it did Ryan anyway. Um, also, I will say, like, as someone who is queer, like, fandom did, like, give me a lot oh, of stuff. Oh, absolutely. So I don't know. This if I isn't entirely wrong. Yes, that is so But, fair. um, yes. Um, Ryan remains the only real-life person in Spencer's life who knows about the fandom. And he's not allowed to mock because it was all his fault anyway. Online, Spencer has some weirdo L- um, LJ screen name he's been stuck with since high school. Something like N underscore different or this underscore is underscore not underscore here. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, he's pretty firmly entrenched. He's kind of a novelty to a lot of people. One of the relatively few actual gay men amidst the sea of fangirls. So he tends to get a lot of people asking questions about gay sex, etc. Oh my god. It's led to a fairly large list. Quite a few friends he knows better than he knows most of the people he sees every day, despite not knowing some of their actual names. He writes fix. Uh, oh, he writes he does fix. Sorry, he writes fic actually, not fix. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> a singular fic, a singular um, one. I really he, okay, but to be fair, like assuming this was written what like mid twenty tens, yeah, like fandom has gotten a lot better about it. But people used to be really invasive um, with gay men. 
and how oh yeah it was absolutely disgusting yeah and like i think i will say like i mean it's still an issue now but the fetishization used to be like through the fucking roof roof. when we were kids um so i i i I don't think they you know intended to make like a great commentary on it with this but i i just i think that's interesting it's interesting that they're commentating on it it's interesting that it it still checks out (laughs) yeah um he doesn't have an OTP, but about 80% of what he writes is Brendan X um, somebody. Currently, he's very frustrated by a, a kink underscore bingo PC stuck on. The prompt oh is God. gunplay. Spencer has no idea whatsoever, but he spends a lot of time in boring meetings at work thinking things like, Officer Yuri and Jaywalk, the naughty lawbreaker. Oh, oh my no. God. Maybe, maybe Officer Wentz and Brendan, the naughty lawbreaker. What is wrong with my brain? His fellow accountants would be scandalized. Sometimes Ryan gets stuck listening to him talk about this shit over pizza and beers. Ryan tries to be tries hard to be supportive, even though sometimes conversation about... <laughs> I can't say that. Cabs, can you say that for me, please? A conversation about... A kinky nipple clamp bunny, Spencer, is, is yeah, is struggling with some with or something still leaves him feeling a little bit shell shocked and woozy. Okay. Um, um disregarding that, uh, we're gonna keep going. How how long have we been going for? <laughs> Forty five minutes. We can keep going. Oh, I was just gonna disregard the bunny nipple clamp. Yep. Uh, definitely. Um, Spencer hears about it pretty much immediately after Brendan Yuri becomes a client of his, of the firm. Oh my god. Fortunately, he is in no way high enough up the ranks to have to worry about dealing with rock stars, but he still geeks out about it to Ryan for a while and wishes he could make a huge front LJ post exclaiming, OMG, Brendan might be coming to where I work, and chasing it with a couple thousand exclamation points. His pick spams, he pick spams Brendan's vast array of stupid faces instead. So, Spencer spends a little bit of time keeping an eagle eye out at work, just in case Brendan comes in, and he, like, sees, like, he sees him in the lobby or something. Nothing happens. Eventually, Spencer relaxes his vigil and assumes Brendan must be meeting with people, with his people elsewhere, or maybe he has actual people that come in and deal with shit like this for him, or maybe he does everything by phone or courier. Who knows? Anyway, it doesn't seem like that, um, like that Spencer's going to spot him. So whatever. I love just like how it's just like, yeah, so whatever. Like I, everything. <laughs> whatever. whatever. The, uh, then one day Spencer's in the middle of reading this really hot Gerard slash Brendan virgin <laughs> fic at work, which he totally shouldn't do. But he's very conscientious about clearing his cash. And anyway, nobody ever checks that shit here. I hate Me it. reading fic at work. Yeah, literally I was job. thinking about you. <laughs> Not at my current job, like where I'm around like middle schoolers. So oh, like, God, at my old no. job, no. Yeah, Liz uh, is better than that. At my old job at the grocery store. Um, but yes. Oh my god, Liz, you worked at a grocery store? store? Who would have thought? Um, Spencer knows for a fact Martin from the third floor watches actual porn in his office. Ew. People who do that at work are so gross. Disgusting. Uh, Spencer's office is right below his, and Martin doesn't seem aware that the vent actually isn't a magical sound barrier. Oh god. So, but Spencer's reading, and then suddenly there's a knock at his door, and this voice saying, Oh, wait, that's you. That's oh, you. okay. Uh, wait, where's that part? Oh, hey, hey sorry. sorry. Wait, let me... I don't remember how Brendan Yuri speaks, but I'm going to do my best. 
hey, sorry, just, is there a restroom anywhere around here? And Spencer looks up, and there's Brandon, actual freaking Yuri, standing oh my, in the doorway of his office, Yuri. beaming at him. And Spencer completely loses control of the English language and mostly just stares with wide, half-horrified eyes at Brandon, who stares, looking a little uncertain about a few, uh, about after a few seconds of the staring. Oh, um, or, um, I could just keep looking. Brendan says awkwardly. He's such an awkward man. Something about him makes he me- He is really such awkward. an awkward man. Something about him makes me, like, like, you know those band kids who, like, didn't know any social cues, but, like, weren't necessarily autistic. Like, they just acted like that for no reason. That's yes. the vibe that Brendan Yuri gives me. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Um, okay, uh, thanks? <laughs> He just, he starts to turn away, and Spencer finally re- rejoins reality and manages to cough up. No, sorry, no, sorry. He barely manages to say no again, and maybe just repeats those two words over and over for all of time. I think I slipped into a coma there for a second. Seriously, I'm sorry. What do you need? The restroom? <laughs> Brendan has this hesitant, hopeful smile on his face, and Spencer cannot even believe he is actually hotter in person holy christ oh my god <laughs> yeah it is there one around here spencer manages an actual smile yeah end of the hall turn left and it's the second door on the right he's proud of himself if you discount the whole horrified staring and deathly silence thing from earlier he's actually handling this pretty smoothly he thinks <laughs> maybe he should admit to being a fan would that be creepy can he say that? Say it casually. By the way, big fan. Nice to meet you. Is that really douchey? Probably the people say that to Brendan seven times, seven thousand times a day. Awesome, thank you, says Brendan. And Spencer suddenly realizes he's been he's been staring again. This time, Brendan seems to have been staring too. Also, he's still not leaving. Hey, I love this song. Is that your iPod? Not the iPod. Not the iPod. This is really showing the date. Yes. Um, Spencer turns as if looking at the iPod in question will refresh his memory. Oh, he says, yeah. It occurred to him that the next song on this particular playlist is a panic song. Not the panic song. Not the panic song. Hopefully Brendan will leave soon. Cool, says Brendan, leaning in the door uh, jam and by all appearances, making himself comfortable. Hmm. Um. Wait, where's... Oh. So, uh, my name is Brendan, by the way. Are you Spencer? You know what? I am, like, emulating. I'm literally doing the movements of those, like, TikTok guys who act like, you know, like, oh, and gee, you're such a baka. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm literally emulating those movements right now. That's how I picture mm-hmm. Brendan Yuri. <laughs> he sorts of points at the shiny... Go- he sort of points at the shiny gold sign engraved with Spencer's name on the door. Brendan is as much of a dork in real life as Spencer always assumed he was. Spencer's crush is out of control. I will say, like, yeah, when we were on Tumblr, we're all like, oh my god, Brendan, you're so hot. He's oh, so, like, ab- nerdy no, like, dorky and awkward. No, like, Brendan was the ooh small boy before that was a thing. Yep. Like, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Hi, Spencer says. Nice uh, to meet you. I'm. He rolls his eyes and just says it. Big fan. 
<laughs> it had to happen. The journey song in three se- is three seconds from ending, and Folkin' Around is totally about to come on. There's nothing he can do about that. Uh. Oh. Brendan's brightens. Yeah? Thanks. That's awesome. <laughs> he breaks off as his own song starts on starts up on Spencer's iPod and then beams so brightly at Spencer that Spencer doesn't even care if his face is bright pink, which it is. He discreetly uh, closes the virgin porn window. The what? <laughs> I love that he calls his fucking fanfic the virgin porn window. Oh my god! Um, I hate it. Brendan can't see it, but dude, it's still fucked up. At least he's um, self-aware. Um, okay, let's see. Brendan hears his own song on Spencer's iPod and starts beaming at him. And Spencer's sort of embarrassed and basically ends up shrugging, sort of sheepishly admitting, I knew that was going to happen, but I couldn't stop it. And Brendan actually laughs. This awesome big dorky laugh like Spencer said something amazing and funny instead of just uncomfortable and awkward. And Spencer just sort of stares at his desk for a second so that he's not actually looking at Brendan. This is giving such, like, ooh-woo small boy vibes that I can't I can't like physically take it Liz I'm oh yeah like, I mean but this was the at my shit eyes we, right now this was the shit we ate oh as, absolutely as, like, well kids. maybe you I don't think I was ever into this kind of thing but um, um I wasn't into like fandom fix perhaps as like mm-hmm. I was into like this style of like writing where it was like the ooh-woo like like I that kind honestly of can't say thing. I was ever into that either, but I, was, I support you. I was a Dan and Phil stand. So oh, that checks out. Yes, that checks yeah, out, I right? Um, yeah. That does check out a lot, though. Um, okay. No. Brennan tells him. Uh, it's awesome that you like it. And there, uh, then there's this uncomfortable pause, because what is Spencer supposed to say? Thank you? That makes no sense. You're welcome. God, it's finally happened. Spencer spent too much time with Ryan and all his social skills disappeared. Brennan continues to hover in the doorway, smiling at Spencer. Uh, listen. He says after a second, and he kind of bounces on his toes a little. So, I'm, (laughs) you know, I just finished up with James. So I'm, I'm done here for the day, and I, um, if, do you want to get a lunch break around here? (laughs) Sorry, do it's not do you it's do you oh, get sorry. a lunch break? Do yeah, you no, no, get no. a lunch break here? <laughs> no, they force us to work through the entire day. Um, sadly, some places do that, You're but right. most places shouldn't. Um, Spencer hears uh, Spencer's heart starts racing in his throat, which is very a very uncomfortable feeling, and feels like he is simultaneously blushing and going pale, which must be attractive to look at, and somewhere early in his life, his fight-or-flight reflex got all mixed up with the sarcasm reflex, and now he's totally panicking, so there's this whole string of shit like, no, they don't, uh, no, they don't like for us to eat or sleep. He's trying so (laughs) hard to fall off the tip of his tongue, and he's barely managing to bite it back. I love how that entire paragraph was one sentence. Yes. That is, like I said, it literally feels like a brain dump, and I, 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 I kind of love it, but also, like, I hate it. Oh, yeah. I, actually, not today, is what he, event, what he eventually says. I mean, I have a lunch meeting today, so it's not really a break. Not that they don't let me eat lunch. He shuts up because, A, he's babbling fuck, and B, <laughs> that is a total lie. He doesn't even, he doesn't, he does not even know why he made that up. 
because it sounded a lot like Brendan Urie was asking him out to lunch. But all I can even think about right now, uh, think right now, is about how 60 seconds ago he was reading about Gerard teaching Brendan the joys of finger. Ah! <laughs> um, and that's also why I don't think I could ever read real person fic. Yeah, like, I really. If you if you ever like met the person, like that's, that's like, all I could so think uncomfy. about. Oh yeah. my god, I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable, I'm not even into this. <laughs> yup, and then there's no way you can go out to lunch with Brendan fucking Yuri. Well, he still has the sentence, I cannot read the sentence, God, please read it for, um, read it for okay. me. Uh, one long, slender fingertip circled Brendan's hole teasingly, and Brendan sucked in a startled breath, kind of glowing behind his eyes. <laughs> I hope what you enjoyed the, fuck? the reading <laughs> What the fuck is he even thinking? There's no way you can go out to lunch with Brendan fucking Yuri ever. That way lies madness. Besides, Brendan will forget about him all about him three seconds after leaving the building. Brendan face fall Brendan's face falls. Oh. He says and bites his lip. Okay, I um you know, I should go find that bathroom. Right. Spencer <laughs> is a twisting, churning mass of anxiety. Right, yeah. Um, end of the hall, turn left, second door on the right. Brendan smiles again. Uh, thanks. He says again, and then he's gone. That's, Liz? that's all I... Wasn't that like an aneurysm to read, but so funny? We might have different definitions of the word funny. I think that, that I, um oh yeah that was definitely a lot of words yeah and they were definitely all together oh yeah and they it was definitely written it was written I don't know if I have anything else positive to add here <laughs> I mean I feel like that's the beauty I've never read a not pick before me neither but I feel like that's the beauty of them where it's I like I don't think I ever want Oh, I don't think I will ever read a notfic after, but I feel like that's kind of, with what I'm seeing as the appeal, it's kind of more just like reading, I'm going to call this person an author. I an author's do think thought that's a process. bit of a generous. But it's reading their thought process. That's when they're reading the fic. You know, yeah. I... I just I have a a lot of words. There there are some well written not fix that I read while I was like researching for this, but I felt like I wanted to have like a funny, like fucking wild one to really gather the essence of like a classic not fic from what I was reading. Because mm -hmm. I didn't want to like some of the ones I read were kind of just like you know like kind of like given a prompt and they'd write kind of just like a short description of like a fic they would write right which is like i think that's definitely interesting and i like that mm. but this one was just like fucking crazy batshit wild okay yeah yeah it's um it's something that is i i'm i'm kind of just honestly like a little bit flabbergasted to be totally honest so i <laughs> there's more too oh good for them Good for them. Um, I, yeah, I you're, really you're, am at a loss. You're at like for a loss for words. I thought I really, really am. Yup. 
Um, well, I think it's mm-hmm. safe to say Gabs will never be reading any not fics again. I, I, re- I respect it in that it's an interesting way of writing for people who don't have the, like, energy or motivation to write a fully fledged fic, right? Like, oh, yeah. this is the kind of thing that I could probably write. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more just the fact that it was a Panic at the Disco fic. Oh, yeah. That is making me this, like... And it was so reminiscent of the Ulu small yes. bean. Like, this was a Tumblr post. Like, I probably saw this at some point on Tumblr. Like, that's... Oh, I think yeah. that's where I'm, like, I'm at a loss of <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, um, I saw shit like this all the time, where it's, like, I had the, yeah. like, simp posts of Brendan Yuri all over my timeline. And right. it's, like, I'm looking it's back, and I'm, like... You definitely saw because you were, like, involved in this fandom. I was only, like, I only saw from what my mutuals would blog. Mm-hmm. But that's, um... Hey, not the most cursed fandom I was into back no, in No, it really wasn't. And I, you know, I, I actually, like, I do think Panic fans turned out somewhat normal. So, um, I can't, you know, well, I say that, but, um, I do know about all the stalking cases and stuff. So maybe not. But, mm-hmm. um, maybe we should just, Liz, where can we find you on social media? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at LazyLiz. What about you, Gabs? You can find me on, Twi- on Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, and Instagram at FlightyTheNerd. Um, sorry, I'm still at a bit of a loss. Um, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to break Gabs this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, Liz, what about the show? <laughs> you can find us, you can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or their Tropes Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason, like suggestions or feedback or whatever, or like a Maze Runner fix or good Twilight fix for Gabs, uh, you can email us at TropeDominance at gmail.com. Uh, please rate, follow, subscribe, comment, whatever it is, wherever you listen to the show. It helps us a lot. Thank you. Yes. And <clears throat> I also want to say, sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> we're we're recording this um, before Yom Kippur because I'm going out of town to visit family for the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you guys who aren't Jewish or aren't aware of what it is, it's basically the holiest day of the Jewish year. Um, it's the it's like the cleansing of sins is like the simplest way of um, like describing it. It's a very somber holiday, and it's um, about having like if you have any Jewish friends, I just you know let them know. I this is coming out after Yom Kippur, but just. You know, tell them you hope they had a meaningful fast, and um, I hope that all of our Jewish listeners have had that meaningful fast. I will be having that meaningful fast on Thursday, so yeah. <laughs> so I guess technically starting Wednesday, but um, yes, yeah. All My right. therapist described Yom Kippur to me uh-huh. in like a simple way, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds so nice." And then you were like, "No, it's really depressing." And I was yeah. like, "God uh, damn it!" It's it's like Rosh Hashanah, God opens his book, Yom Kippur, he closes it and decides who dies. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, Like, when I was okay. a kid, they literally, like, I remember my Hebrew school teacher being like, yeah, today's God's going to open his big book of people and their lives and all the sins they committed, and people are going to apologize today, and then he's going to decide who gets to die. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but, but, um, it, yeah. It, but I'm I am excited to see family. Um, and also like one of my favorite meals is like breakfast after um fasting all day. It's just it's really nice being with family. I I personally am not allowed to fast the entire day because of my medication. I have to eat breakfast and like I only have to eat um breakfast and then a snack up for during lunchtime. But um you know it's that's not an issue. Like Judaism has always been about like rabbis have always preached like um you fast if you can, if you're able if you're not mm-hmm. able you're not supposed to fast like you have to put your like yourself first 
Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, don't also, that being said, like, don't, like, look down on any of your Jewish friends who don't fast or don't participate in the holiday. Like, even you if they never don't want know. to, like, fasting is not required to still be Jewish. Um, yeah. It's just all about preference. Okay. Sorry um, <laughs> to like, rant about Judaism for a few minutes. But we're going to. I love we're hearing gonna... about it. So, oh, man, please rant more. Okay, we're going to uh, head off here, I think. We'll see you guys again next week. And um, hopefully we'll be, I think by the end of the month, we're going to start regularly releasing the Fifty Shades episodes. Yeah. All right, see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.